0: Welcome to Ignition, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback, so if you've got questions about today's episode, and you might have a couple... Or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do that is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I am joined in studio today by Father Paul Rutten. Hi, Father Rutten. Hello, Dr. Bergwald. It's good to have you here again. Again. It's only been a few short months. Right. A a lot's happened. It seems like eternity. It does, it does feel like forever. It was, um, well, we recorded before COVID um, right. hit, at least hit our country. So before kind of lockdown, slowdown, shutdown happened. Mm-hmm. So um, that last episode that you and I recorded was 395 and we talked about men's spirituality and we're going to do a follow-up. So if you are a man or if you know a man... <laughs> Which should cover most of our audience, right? Um, we're gonna be talking about how how how, how Catholic men can we're gonna get practical. Um, go back, listen to three ninety five, and now we're going, how can you? As a Catholic man, deepen your faith yourself, but maybe in community, in relationship, in fellowship, in fraternity with other Catholic men that you know. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. If you've never listened to the show before, though, again, my name is Dr. Chris Bergwald. I'm the Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization with the Catholic Diocese of Sioux Falls. Um, But more importantly, I am Jermaine's husband for, as you're hearing this, not as we're recording, but as you're hearing this. 21 years. Wow. 21 years. July 31st, 1999.
1: Wow. Your marriage can now drink.
0: (laughs) Yes. Or as I'm recording, we'll soon be able to. I'm just months, weeks away. Oh, okay. Um, Jermaine's from central, or I'm from central Minnesota. (laughs) Jermaine's from Ohio, but we have five kids. They are all born and raised here in sunny Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Father Paul Rutten, who are you? Mother
1: Paul Rutten, priest to the Diocese of Sioux Falls, ordained June 21st, 2002. So now I celebrate 18 years as a priest. (laughs) You can vote. I can vote now. Buy a gun. I can buy a gun and vote. Uh, uh, I am the pastor at St. Mary here in Sioux Falls. Um, I grew up right in the neighborhood right here, so coming to the chancery office is like being back in grade school,
0: so the 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 part of Sioux Falls that that the cathedral is in and and the, the offices and offices right next to the cathedral, um, it's the north end of Minnesota Avenue, right? Is that is that
1: the or, north end? of, uh, of, of, of what was Sioux
0: Falls? Kind of the other yeah, north the end of Sioux Falls, the city. Okay, yep. okay, so you're a north versus Ender.
1: the south enders. <laughs> now, where was which the, is where where I was the now south end. live? The south end. So I would say probably about 18th Street, 18th Street. would be the. Now, you okay. could ask an older person, maybe. Uh, they'd probably know the exact one, okay. like where the the end was. Okay. Um, so you'll talk to people, and they're like, we were right on the edge
0: of the north. On the e- <laughs> living on the edge. Living on the edge. Living but on there's the no,
1: edge. it wasn't the railroad tracks. It's not like sure. an actual, right. like, real geographic It's divide. more ish. More ish. ish,
0: ish. Great. <laughs> um, yes. um, so men's spirituality. So maybe Father, the way we could start, because maybe somebody... Um, didn't have the opportunity to listen to episode 395 of Ignition. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just briefly recap? When you think of men's spirituality, um, what comes to mind? So I, then let me uh, give a bit more context to the question. In some ways, what it means to be Catholic is what it means to be Catholic, whether you're a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. And yet there is a difference between men and women. Right. So how we embody and live our faith will to some degree vary based on on our on our sex male or Correct. female man or woman so what is what differentiates maybe men's spirituality um yes that's the question
1: okay i think what differentiates our spirituality in one sense is what just even differentiates us mm. um it's very much relational uh but relational in like shared experience Uh, shared goals, Uh, it's kind of a, how would I say this? It's not always about the feelings, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's not uh, like, but it's about just being. Uh, So becoming aware maybe would be a good thing. Uh, Becoming aware of the presence of God, the father uh, in a man's life. So too, then looking at the presence of your own father, or father figures in your life and relating, uh, looking to, uh, beginning to see similarities, uh, and then kind of asking the question, do I have what it takes? Hmm. Uh, so what does it take to have a spirituality or a spiritual life? Um, you know, it's, it, it, and sometimes I think it seems vague. And so we don't know what to tell people, Sure, you know, just pray, uh, you know, here's a book, read it. Right. Uh, you know, and it's like okay, but is that what's what, what it's about? So that's kind of a short.
0: Okay, great. So now again, if you want more background, if mm-hmm. it's like okay, I need more. Um, if you're on the, if you're listening to this on the radio, just when you get home, pull up three ninety five, listen yep. to it. If you're listening podcast, pause this, go back to three ninety five, listen. Today um, we want to get more practical, like concretely, how can men again as individuals or in Fraternity with with fellow Catholic men. How can they grow in their faith individually or together? So, what do we do? Because because isn't <laughs> I just want isn't that one sort of thing that that, that differentiates men and women and different male and female spirituality is sort of a, well? Tell me what to do. Like what's what's the goal I'm gonna get? Where's the finish line? What do I need to accomplish to grow in my faith? What do I do?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, th- I think people ask that question. Uh, a lot, and then I think the other challenge that we can face is we don't, seeming as weird as this sounds, we don't have a lot of good examples.
0: Mm.
1: Um, often, you know, even if you talk to the to older men, and they'll say, "I I I I came upon my dad praying one time. <laughs> like I think men for many generations, their prayer life really was more of a private mm-hmm. time." Uh, away, a know you know, even think about Jesus, like, right. He he went away and prayed by himself right. to the father. Um, and so we don't necessarily see it sort of lived in a way. Uh, whereas I feel like women, it, it's much more public. Uh, maybe it, it just seems to be out there a little bit more. Uh, and so we have those role models and those examples. Uh, I, I do think that part of it is this importance of us coming to understand that we are sons of a father. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And that it's part of then developing that relationship, uh, developing it in a way that I feel connected. I feel like there is something, you know, the the image that sort of comes to mind is, you know, you see the the little kid who's wearing his dad's boots, uh, either his work boots or his cowboy boots, and and they're too big, you know, and they're kind of stomping through them uh, in them. But it's this idea of like trying to, follow in the footsteps. And so I put on my dad's boots Mm -hmm. and at this point they're too big, but I I realized that at at some point I will grow up and I will actually fit into these boots themselves. So to be able to see that there really is a growth process with our prayer life, that it really isn't just, you just start and and you've got it figured out, but you really have to begin, I think with the desire. Uh, And I think that the real desire to know my sonship, like a desire to know that I am the son of a father that loves me, uh, and that my desire then is to come to know the father in such a way that I begin to know myself in a new way, uh, and in a way of being able to to look up with admiration and a desire to grow uh, in that image and understanding.
0: So, as you're talking there and thinking, okay, so let me actually I go here first. So just to more shed light on that, let's, let's contrast it. As opposed to, what, so so maybe be more aware of my sonship, growing in my relationship with, with our Heavenly Father, my Heavenly Father, to become more aware of my sonship, as opposed to what, in contrast to what? Um, yeah.
1: In contrast to, I guess, uh, like, what it would be like for a woman, or just what other, the other thing I think it would be is, you know, in contrast to there is no relationship, like there isn't anything. So it's just, it's just working the beads or it's just going to church. It's just doing these things that it's this just mindless, pointless repetition of things uh, to what end, like to what end does all of this really matter?
0: And I, and, and related to that then, and, and, and keen off of, I think to me, this, this I, I'm really liking this theme of sonship um, from our heavenly Father, um, God is not just uh, an impersonal force. Right, He's He's He is well in in <laughs> theological terms. He does transcend um, both male and female mm-hmm. sexuality. He embodies both of them and transcends mm-hmm. both of them. But there's a reason we refer, refer to Him as Father. Right. Um, and and maybe for us as men to become more aware of what it means that we call God Father, right. not only for Him but for me. Mm-hmm. And I do think that that's part of what makes
1: it difficult for male spirituality. Is it it forces us into a position that men aren't comfortable with? So again, that idea that that He is masculine. He is father because the father is the initiator. The father is the giver uh, and the wife, the woman, the feminine is the receiver. Uh, And so she receives uh, from the man and thus life is created. Mm -hmm. And so as a man, we're usually the one initiating. And all of a sudden we've just come up against the alpha of all alpha males. And all of a (laughs) sudden we have to become passive and receive. Mm. But I think the danger is it's not like in the same way that in, in my mind, at least, it's not the same way that a woman receives. And so again, it's back to this idea of then what is it that I receive from my father? And, and I do receive from my father an image, an ideal, a model, uh, a focus. And, and he bestows that upon me that, you know, when, when a dad looks at a son, he, he says, son, you are like me mm-hmm. in everything. Uh, but when a dad looks at a daughter, a daughter is the, the beauty and and the, the, it, it, she, he did She did come from him, but reflects him in a different way. Right. And so there is that that idea of then having to say, okay, so how do I receive this? Uh, and to be honest, men don't like to have to be the one that isn't in charge and in control. And and so I think we, we can struggle sometimes with what does it look like then.
0: If you're just tuning in and you're listening to Ignition, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting today with Father Paul Rutten about um Specifically male spirituality and how concretely we can grow in our Catholic faith as men. So we've been focusing here on, on 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 recognizing the truth that we are sons of our heavenly Father and to be attentive to that, particularly in our prayer life, mm-hmm. right right The thing that I thought of father's, and I think that this is probably true of girls with moms too, but a specific story that I don't remember, um, when it happened, but I, I, I heard about when it happened, apparently when I was young and my guess would be probably like four, three, four, mm-hmm. maybe five. Um, my dad has always been a lifelong woodworker. He, he, when he was in his forties, he lost most of his eyesight, but he's still, um, has been a carpenter as a hobby, wow. a woodworker, yep. and 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 his thumbs have the scars to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and, and so, Dad was working on a project. Um, And so pounding away with a hammer and I had a little plastic hammer and Mm -hmm. I was pounding away and apparently my dad must've hit his thumb and said some things that he shouldn't have said and then went on his way. And a few moments, minutes later, apparently, uh, I, as, as, as a little boy hammering away, just like my dad also let those same words come up because that's what dad did. So I, as his son imitated Him, yes, and then he had to have a conversation with. parent. I I don't remember this, but you know, I shouldn't have said that, and I I don't know what I've never asked what exactly I said. That's okay. I get the idea. We imitate our father, um, and I think that's maybe a form of the relationship Mm -hmm. that we have with him.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I again, I I do think that the father does relate differently to us, just as a father relates differently to his children, whether they're boys or girls, mm-hmm. not, not because somehow one's better or worse than the other, but because of that reality of what we share and our relationship to, to the other. And so to be really aware of this idea, like as we're, we're growing in our understanding of our relationship with God, what is it he's asking of me?
0: Mm.
1: Like, what is it that you ask of me? Um, And then give me the grace to carry it out. Uh, Give me the grace to live out what you've asked of me Mm -hmm. uh, in this relationship uh, together. I also think it's important too, you know, for as much as, you know, in the beginning, I said that often you don't see uh, the example maybe of your dad praying per se. I do think that it's important that men have other men, uh, that they can talk about their prayer life, that they can talk about their own journey as men, uh, their relationship with the Father, all of those things as well. Uh, and so to be able to find, you know, a group, um, or just a couple, even, uh, other men that you would meet with on a regular basis to, mm-hmm. to really talk about it and, uh, to encourage. And, you know, and I sometimes think even sometimes having multiple age levels, you know, so that you can learn from them and they can learn from you as well, like back and forth that it doesn't, that, that everyone does have something to be able to contribute to it.
0: So, um, what could be some ways in which, so with this, with other men? so if 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 there's a, a, a guy listening is like, you know, I've got some some men in mind, some friends in mm-hmm. mind, or guys I know from the parish in mind. What are some things that they could do um to grow together mm-hmm. uh, as 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 Catholic men in their faith? You know, I always think the first thing is to talk
1: to your parish priest mm. uh, to just ask him, you know, uh, hey, father, is there anything going on?" Uh, Father, is there anything you could help us with? Um, do you have a resource for us? Um, and then to to make the commitment to just begin. Mm. Uh, and and typically a book is helpful, I've always thought, or a program. There is a program called That Man Is You. Yep. Uh, we have a few parishes I know in our diocese that use it, and it's helpful. Um that, that often we need something to sort of keep us on the right track because we're also men, <laughs> and we can you know talk about everything yes, but yes. what is really actually important. Uh, and so to really have something to guide us along the way um, that gets us to ask the questions and and then to begin to be vulnerable and uh, to really grow in that.
0: Um, and so so talking to your priest, mm-hmm. father, do you have a recommendation resource? Yep. Okay,
1: I think also Lord help me. Uh, you know, um, if you've got a couple of guys that you could think you want to do it, then just commit to doing it. And again, I say call the priest because he can help you find the resource. Okay. I mean, technically we can call you to Dr. True. Bergwald yes. or go on your website. Yes. Uh, and there are resources there on your website as well. But I think it's important that the pastor knows what's going on in the parish. Mm. He doesn't have to be involved. He might want to be involved. Um, But the the pastor knows that this is going on because there might be other men uh, that he's aware of that would like to be a part of it. I know my dad was in a group. uh, They met one Saturday a month uh, for years and Mm. years and years and years and years. Um, And I don't know that I even really, he never really talked about it, but it was only later in life that, that he really sort of shared how important it really was in the just difficult times of life and the struggles and challenges that they would meet. And they met at the frying pan. Right. Uh, you know, so it was simple. Uh, it was a Bible study of sorts and they just met every, you know, once a month. So it wasn't even a lot, but it was enough, uh, for them.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Ignition. Again, I'm Chris Bergwald, your host, visiting today with Father Paul Rutten, about how men can grow in their spirituality, their Catholic faith, individually or with other men. What else comes to mind, Father, when you're thinking about practicalities?
1: You know, I do think the other thing, and this is might be the, one of the harder things for us, is just to find time for prayer, and especially if you can find Eucharistic adoration.
0: to
1: mm. um, so just be still. Uh, and be before God and really just sort of asking uh, just for the graces uh, and to just sort of put everything aside for a moment and just give yourself uh, to God. You know, so I do know some of our parishes have perpetual adoration. We have the perpetual adoration sisters here at the cathedral. Uh, So there are places you can go. You can do that. I mean, you can still pray in your house and find a corner. Uh, But I do think really setting aside, dedicating a specific amount of time and a place to just be open uh, and really become disciplined. Like it, like it, it requires discipline. I mean, we all need discipline uh, in it, but to just commit, and you might have to just start little, you know, it's sort of like exercise, Uh, you know, first, you know, the new Year's everyone's ready. They're going to go to the gym every, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they make it about a week. Right. And I think we do it spiritually. We think it's not that hard and it is really hard. Uh, And so to say, maybe I'm just going to commit to five minutes, but five minutes every morning when I get up, I'm just going to find a quiet place. You know, maybe I find a little something to read, uh, but I'm going to learn how to be consistent and and disciplined uh, in that time. And then you add a little bit more time down the road.
0: I wonder if, is there maybe kind of connecting back to your first point about our sonship in light of the father, um, maybe a particular, not necessarily every time you sit down to pray, but on occasion uh something to reflect on, meditate on and pray about in light of his fatherhood and my sonship that would help me grow in relationship with him as father and me as his son.
1: Yeah. And I guess I don't have anything specific. I think just to ask mm. for an awareness of it, um, you know, Jesus says, you know, no one knows the father except for the son. Uh, and anyone to whom he wishes to to reveal him to." And so to really just to be able to continue to ask, I think maybe even just finding some of those passages in the Bible uh, that really speak to a sense of fatherhood, sonship, uh, a, a real call, uh, whether it's the sending of the disciples, whether it's Jesus in prayer, uh, whether it's, you know, the sacrifice of Isaac, like something where we see, uh, you know, a father, son, we, we hear really this idea of God speaking to us, uh, wanting t- to bestow upon us something, uh, greater than we could imagine.
0: One thought that this just has occurred to me is maybe, maybe it's a, a very slow, deliberate, prayerful praying should always be prayerful praying uh, <laughs> of the, of the, our father. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, the 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 prayer that virtually ever the first prayer that I think most Catholics mm-hmm. learn besides the sign of the cross is mm-hmm. the Our Father. But but really to take that seriously.
1: Yeah. yeah. I one time gave that as a penance uh to pray the Our Father slowly and <laughs> later on the, the woman came to me and she said, I, I was kind of offended. Uh that that that's all you gave me. <laughs> uh, and I said, well I don't know I was on a retreat and we spent most of the time just on R <laughs> and then we got. Oh, to fa- you are. And then, our father. And then we got the father. Like I'm like, it is so profound. I mean, even just think about that. R, like what? not mine, mm-hmm. not yours. R, and then father. Like we all have been given a father, uh, and I have to work through what that means to me. Cause for some people that's not, ha- that, that those yep. aren't happy thoughts yep. for other people. It really is a happy thought and it's a beautiful thought, but to really ponder this reality that I call him father, like, wow, mm. like that's, that's just amazing. And then you, I mean, that's the first two words, <laughs>
0: like, <Yeah.
1: laughs> but I think, I mean, I do really think, you know, that that's the beauty of what Jesus gave us. Right. You know, and, and when they asked, teach us to pray, you know, the master gave us this one prayer. Uh, like okay, let's really let it speak to us.
0: And and just a point of you know biblical mm-hmm. trivia here, if you will, or insight. When they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. They were faithful to Jews. They knew how to pray, but right. they were asking for, what's the prayer that identifies us, that differentiates us as the followers of, of the rabbi, Jesus of Nazareth? Right. What marks us out as your followers, as opposed to followers of John, John the Baptist right. or, or the Pharisees or whoever? And, and that this is the prayer that he gave them.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure they were stunned. Sure. You know, and even as, we, as, as you know, and you've probably talked before about it, uh, it's not just our father, it's Abba. Mm. Like, like there's this real tender, like we're, 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 we're going to call him what? Mm. Like, how dare we? Uh, and he's like, no, no, my followers will know like how beautiful, like Jesus is like, no, you will so know the father that you'll have this tenderness towards him and him towards you. Like he's not the slave master, uh, but you've got to get to that place. You know? And I think that's that, that idea, you know, especially I think it'd be helpful for us as men to sort of even reflect on our own relationships with our fathers, wherever we're at with them and that development as well. Uh, Because I do think that sometimes we can get stuck in it Mm -hmm. when it comes to our own spiritual life, because whether we know it or not, uh, it is part of our our identity Mm -hmm. uh, and our understanding.
0: Amen, amen. Um, Another thing that occurred to me, we just got a few minutes left here. Um, In in order to do that, whether individually or as a group, like uh, uh, praying the Our Father slowly, we're studying the Our Father in a very simple way. It's called The Catechism of the Catholic Church, right. which is a huge book, but the fourth part of the catechism is on prayer, yeah. and it's kind of cut in half. The second part of the final part of the catechism is just a beautiful teaching slash meditation mm-hmm. on the Our Father. So maybe yeah. you on your own or with a group of other guys on some regular basis, like you said, your dad got together monthly yeah. um, for, for years, decades. Yeah. Um, maybe that's something that you could do again on your own and maybe your, your prayer time or with a group of other men, um, use the catechism and go through the, our father.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I mean, it'd be profound, I think for everyone, uh, because there's, I mean, (laughs) as you get to the end and, you know, forgiveness and will, and uh, it's a lot. And what I, again, I think happens though, as you develop that understanding is you live with a confidence. Yep. Uh, And I think so many people are floundering because they just don't know where they fit, what they're supposed to do, uh, what's the point of all this, all these things. And I think as you begin to have that better relationship with the Father, uh, you really live differently and more intentionally Mm. uh, around other people and in your own families and at work and all of those things as well.
0: So Father, we've got um, just about two minutes to go. Anything else or boil this down? Oh my gosh. Um,
1: I, I don't think I need to say our world needs fathers.
0: Mm.
1: Our world needs people who know who they are in the sight of God, the father, both men and women. Uh, but we need men who understand the need to bring Christ to others, mm. uh, the need for a savior, uh, that is not themselves. Uh, and the gift that is this relationship that we all can have if we're willing to invest in it, if we're willing to to really open ourselves up to it as well.
0: Um, that, that's, and, and, and I, I think we talked about this back on 395, episode 395. Um, there is something, especially for... Men who are the fathers of children, Mm -hmm. about when they live out their faith, just the the, the sociological data. It's it's, this is not about making judgments, value judgments. The data indicates that children are far more likely to grow up in the to practice the faith as adults if they their their father practices the faith. Than if mom does, if it's one or the other right. dad practicing simply seems to have a greater impact, of course. So we desire to have both right. as fathers, yeah. Yeah. but that's true. Even for, I think for single men yep. to embody a spiritual fatherhood mm-hmm. for those who are in their life. This is not just about folks like men like me who who literally have children. It's all men are called yeah. to be spiritual fathers. So uh, again, just a lot there for you to reflect on, maybe go back and listen to this episode. Listeners, um, if, if, if ladies, if you're listening to this, share it with the men in your life. As Father said, we need men to live as spiritual fathers in our world today. F- Father Paul, thanks for being with us today. Absolutely. And that wraps up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. And until next time, dear listeners, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.